All right, everybody. Only gold from here on out. <laughs> oh, whoops. Okay. Have I ever given you any last time? <laughs> the occasional silver. But other than that. Can't win them all. From Day Job Studios in the beautiful Brighton neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. Our movie cinema road trip spectacular has been pushed off another week because Hillary is back, and she's going to tell us all about how she got there. <laughs> Coming to us from the Running Water Studios <laughs> in Barely. Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Ask her why she's chuffed Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. <laughs> Good morning. Um, yeah, I'm back. I have taken a shower. I've flushed my toilet. I'm ready to go. <laughs> More on that to come. What a cliffhanger. <laughs> in big news studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith the MVH fan, Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning. I also flushed my toilet today. <laughs> Sometimes... It's a miracle. Sometimes you you remember that shower must have felt real good. Felt really good. Felt really good. And uh, we saved her for last, even though it's a big day in Time is Undefeated Studios. Sorry, Anne. It's Anne, the birthday girl, Lundholm. Good morning. Happy birthday! Good morning. We are three for three on flushing the toilet. (laughs) All right. We are so good, you guys. What more could a girl ask for on her birthday? I'm now hoping I did before I left the house. Otherwise, Sam's in for a treat. <laughs> oh, God. I feel awful now. Oh, well. Surprise! Oh, boy. We were an extremely thoughtful and mature conversation before we started recording, and that's when I decided to open the show. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and also, I felt a little awkward about the phrase birthday girl. Obviously, you're a birthday woman, but it just doesn't woman. sound right saying birthday woman. I, I did not mean to infantilize you. I wanted to just... Oh, that's birthday all right. Woman sounds very sexy. Yeah, like, it's inappropriate. Not pop out of a cake or and, something. Yeah, popping out of your own birthday cake. <laughs> birthday. In some sense of the word, I think we all still feel like children inside, don't yeah. we? Yeah. I, my mother confessed to me that she keeps waiting to figure out when you know she's going to be a grown up, and I'm like, "You're 67. Should that not have happened by now?" <laughs> nah. And then you're like, "Oh shit! It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen for me." Well, we're going to continue on this bit of small talk, uh, including Meredith's big news, which I'm going to keep teasing. We'll see how long it takes us to get there. <laughs> then we're going to go to the mailbag, uh, where a lot of you are, uh, well, braggadocious. Then we're going to do some medium talk, where Hillary's going to catch us up on the hill that has been our life the last couple of weeks. And then we'll do some T-She Recommends, Amazon Plug of the Week, how to get involved, housekeeping, all that good stuff. But first, uh, because I've, I've built it up about as much as I could over the last three and a half minutes, Meredith, what is going on in Detroit uh, not much. <laughs> what if that's what it was? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, nothing it was just really. The, to- the toilet thing, mostly. Yeah, I was just really you excited know, about that. Bear learn how to open a door or something. 
you know what? I did come downstairs the other day, and he had opened the cabinet where his food is stored, <laughs> and he didn't go for any of the food that was easily accessible. I have some of those cat gogurts, and he didn't go for those. What he went for was his medication. Ooh. And so I found a bunch of chewed up. He likes the gelatin. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he just chewed up a bunch well, I mean, of those. He, he didn't get very much medicine in any way. He can't basically overdose on that at all. So I wasn't that upset, but I was just like, why, child? You could have had a real good snack. <laughs> really um, wanted anyway. a little more gabapentin to level him <laughs> <Yes>. out. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him. It's pretty great. <laughs> so there's a couple of things. Um, let's see. Where do I start? Uh, I started my new job. That's not news. Um, but I just finished my second week there. And so far, so good. The first week was like, training galore you know it's there's a lot of like government regulation stuff that we have to train on um because we work with the nih and um and for that reason there's a lot i won't be able to talk about (laughs) so top um, secret meredith it is very top secret um and i work with the division of asthma and allergy and uh, infectious disease so just take that uh as you will. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else about that. Um, so, but the, you know, the training was fine. It went well. And then I've just started to actually get to do some project work. So that's exciting. It's a little bit intimidating because um, they use different versions of SAS, which is the analysis software that I'm used to. And so I'm kind of trying to learn that. And they double code everything. Everything is verified by somebody else. And I've been working like as an island for the past 12 years. And so suddenly somebody else is going to be reviewing everything I do, which is like a little bit scary. (laughs) I want the opposite. Just because I've got my own, yeah, I've got my own way of doing stuff and I don't like being critiqued about it. Yeah. I I went the opposite way when I joined the university because when I was in retail, the owner was extremely micromanaging, which I guess, you know, is understandable when it's a small business, it's your direct own Mm -hmm. money going into everything. So my God, I got questioned on anything. And then I went to the university and I would do stuff and they'd be like, okay. And I'd say, well, don't you, isn't anybody going to check it? Isn't there a certain Uh, way I'm supposed to do this? You're just not trusting this. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Don't trust me. Yeah, exactly. And that, got, that freaked me out too at first because I was brand new just out of school and barely knew what I was doing. So, I mean, there were people there to help me. And if I didn't understand something, I could run it by them. And you work underneath somebody for a little while until you get comfortable and blah, blah, blah. But this is like a whole new, it's a very different process. It's not what I'm used to. So it's a little scary, um, but so far so good. Everybody's been super nice and, and supportive. Um, so that's good. Um, my uh, my first day was supposed to be, what, the 15th? And that was the day, that was one of the days that the South was destroyed by ice and snow. <laughs> and so my laptop was supposed to be there, and it was not there. <laughs> and yeah, so there was a bunch of online orientation stuff that I could do on my own computer. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But I was kind of like nervously tracking, and it just kept saying like, no known delivery date. And it was uh, in Memphis. Yeah. And it was just stuck in Memphis for like four days. Yeah. And that's when you were there ish and i was like hey maybe adjacent i know having a swing on down there hey listen i thought about getting in the car so yeah yeah i wouldn't blame you um so i finally did get that and was able to start and now yeah it's it's smoothed out and everything's fine but that was a little bit of a scary wrinkle because i was just like oh i don't know (laughs) what i'm gonna do tomorrow if it doesn't show if there's any day that you want to go smoothly it's your first goddamn day yeah Yeah, seriously I know. And it was supposed to show up that week before and it didn't. So I was just like, oh, God, the whole weekend, which FedEx, I guess, didn't want to do a weekend delivery either. So they didn't even try. But it all turned out okay. 
Yay. Uh, and then the last thing, this is in keeping with my tradition of, of, of blathering on about relatively unimportant things and then saving. <laughs> and then being like, oh, yeah, my niece was born. <laughs> Um, that was an all-time bad. That was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Um, was it the... Okay, yeah. So my start date was the 15th. And on the 16th, we got a package in the mail. And it was the engagement ring that I picked out. So we got engaged on Fat Tuesday. I mean, marriages for suckers and fools. Come on now. (laughs) But at least you picked out your own ring. I did, and it's beautiful, and I love it. And I keep looking at it, and it's like I went to Starbucks the other day, and and it was a sunny, a rare sunny day, and the it must have caught the light, and the person giving my my drink went, oh my god. The ring is beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank you. Let me tell you about it. You felt it. very fancy. You're I like, did. Oh, I did. It's you. gorgeous. It's um, We got it on Etsy, and it's not diamond. It's moissanite. I think I'm saying that correctly. Boy, that sounds disgusting. I know. <laughs> I know. It has to have a better name than that, but it looks like a diamond. It's basically as hard as a diamond. It's like one half of a tick less. Moissanite bite me my kryptonite. Well... <laughs> It's fine because it was not anywhere near as expensive as a diamond and it's yeah. a huge rock. So yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know what the next, you know, we're probably going to do something real tiny, uh, like a quick elopement. We we haven't made a big deal about this. We haven't told his parents yet. Um, they might Oops. find out this way. Um, <laughs> but th- I think, you know, pandemic gives us a perfect opportunity to be like, oops, sorry, no party. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Because neither sure. of us want to do that. So mm-hmm. it might be a courthouse. It might be like a, if he gets a vaccine, we might do like a weekend getaway or I don't know, something. We haven't really figured that out. But too bad that 420 is on a Tuesday <laughs> this year. I mean, that doesn't we could just go to the courthouse. Yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to so. have any parties except for the Tishi Rager, right? Uh, I'm sure that will happen. Ugh, mm-hmm. Please don't. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's in Scottsdale. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. I keep staring at the ring, and I'm very excited. I want to put the wedding band on now because it's also beautiful, and it goes with the ring really well, but I'm just I'm going to try and have a little bit of self-restraint and hold off. Very so cool. cool. Congratulations. It's a big, Welcome, big week. Gregory. I mean, we welcome you. Meredith, when you do things, you do them big you're like i do new job got engaged you know yeah, no big deal all in the same way in two days uh-huh <laughs> yep yeah you've really set the bar high for this time next year yikes i mean thank yeah. god he didn't give it to you on valentine's day oh we talked about that he was like i'm absolutely not doing that and i was like good because no you're not <laughs> i think that's pressure that neither one of you needs in the future Mm-mm. nope we didn't do anything for valentine's day with full agreement and nobody cheated on that. So good. I think, I think we're a good Very match. Good. Not even mm-hmm. a Reese's heart. Nope. Hmm. He's diabetic. I'm not going to. Oh yeah. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> not even a picture of a Reese's heart. <laughs> well, maybe I could do that. That might be a, we're, we're too far out of Valentine's day for that to be the show title. <laughs> we did end up going to a restaurant on Valentine's day, but it was just, last minute hotel restaurant and it was actually a very nice meal but also with the pandemic in full swing this year it wasn't all the tables crammed together assholes to elbows Mm. yeah so that was a nice change of pace for a valentine's day dinner out so so would you eat out at a restaurant during a pandemic do you just take your mask off for the whole thing or do you like put it on take it off 
put it on, take it off. It's interesting because the signage would make you think that you need to put it on, take it off with every bite. Mm-hmm. At least at this particular restaurant, there was a little thing on the table that said, you know, please keep your mask on except for when you're actively dining Oh, I'm sure something. everyone does that. Yeah. But no, we, we took our masks off while we ate. I put my mask on when the server came around yeah. because I'm That's polite. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we just, uh, we didn't linger with our masks off. You know, we didn't sit there for an hour just chit-chatting. And the tables in a lot of places in Massachusetts have a 90-minute limit at the table now. Really? So, like, I, part of it actually a, feels long to me. That's I'm like, a good idea, though. It yeah. is. But I always feel like, I don't, I mean, unless it's a really nice meal, I feel like I'm in and out. <laughs> within like well, 45 minutes as but. somebody who used to work in a restaurant there are, are always tables who will sit there for like three hours and just order coffee after coffee after coffee right. and oh, then lord cost the server tons of tips and yep. then give them like a 10 percent. yeah <laughs> or nothing yeah. it's always those people uh and on tuesday night while we were doing the the jambo our our weekly check-in uh as we get ready for the show our jamboree call you mentioned something about needing to go because you were going to smuggle some things to a dumpster, and I got the phrase, and the dumpster smuggler, in my head. And because I had, and the dumpster smuggler, in my head, I had to put it on the front sheet just so I could get an explanation. I can't believe you're so interested in my dumpster smuggling. There's a, there's just, a big market for dumpsters out there. You just have to get them across the border. It should be legal now with the Biden administration. What are they right? doing? No, it's just because uh, my trash can is not that large, and sometimes I have large pieces of trash that I want to get rid of, you know, big uh, recycling boxes or something, and so I load them up in the back of the RAV4, and under cover of darkness, I creep back to my old apartment, which is about six minutes from my house, and I just unload my stuff into one of the dumpsters. I've done there. that before. Yeah. Dave used to, Dave's going to be so mad because he's like, I could get arrested. And I'm like, he, he used to <laughs> no go to our, our apartment that was literally, it's like on the other side of town when we had too much. And he's like, I'm just going to go to that. Nobody's going to notice. <laughs> no, I lived there for seven years. I was yes. an excellent tenant. I think I deserve to do it. However... You would think that I was breaking into the Louvre by how nervous <laughs> I am about it. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they going to do? Call the cops? And and frankly, nobody who lives there is going to care. And it's not right. like there's management on site at nine o'clock on a Tuesday night. So I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It's yeah. fine. But I wore my mask. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the surveillance cameras don't facially recognize you? Exactly. Very clever. It's like the worst thing that's going to happen to me is I'm going to get dive bombed by one of the birds that makes a nest in the little um, trash alcove. Well, it would serve you right, thingy. you trash thief. I know. I'm not, I'm not stealing trash. I'm giving trash. I'm a trash Robin Hood. <laughs> oh, this is what I fun. am. <laughs> You're helping it to feel useful. But so, I just don't like the idea of putting loose trash out at my right. curb. And the people yeah. across the street from me did that last week with a whole bunch of, you know, your stereotypical black trash bags and some other stuff. And they didn't take yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah. do you not have bulk pickup there? I don't know what we have. I don't pay any attention. So we can just throw whatever the hell every other week out there if we yeah. want to. I'm sure I just, you know, you don't want to get on the bad side of the garbage men. It's just easier and less stressful. And I know the outcome ahead of time if I just dispose of it myself. If you just do a crime. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have questions. The first one, uh, how is the endorphin rush after you're leaving? After? Is, it, is it pretty good? It's pretty good. You know, um, if I happen to go there and I'm not, not, I don't do this every week or anything, you know, a couple of times a year. Uh, but if I do have gone there uh, and like people are leaving or something like there's somebody walking around in the parking lot. Like I pull into a spot and then I'm like, I'm just going to look at my phone until they leave. (laughs) I think one time people were lingering so long that I was like, I can't do this. And like, I left and drove around the block a couple of times and I came back when they were gone. So, I mean, the feeling of triumph when I subvert the system and evade the lasers and all that's pretty good. I got extremely busted doing this once. Really? Yeah. We By in, who? It was, it was it, okay. So <laughs> we were at the old house, and that city did not have recycling, which I thought was insane. There was no curbside recycling, and the, a neighboring city did have it. It was a little city called Wyandotte, which is a charming little place that I would go all the time, and I knew that they had good recycling facilities, like super cool recycling facilities. And I just felt awful throwing all my stuff away all the time and so I would pretty regularly go there and 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 drop off my my recycling but it was supposed to be only for Wyandotte residents and there but there was an attendant like this is how well staffed this place was and and usually she didn't like you know whatever she didn't care she didn't check people's IDs or anything but she was very talkative that day and so Gregory was there with me and we had a ton of I think it was when we were moving out we had a ton of boxes and whatever stuff we were getting rid of and she struck up a conversation, and for some dumb reason, I told her that we were moving to Wyandotte, like from Wyandotte to Wyandotte, just so that we wouldn't get in trouble. And she was like, oh, really? Where's the house? And I was like, it's on. Um, and I think I like made up Cherry a street, street And she was like, where's that? And I was like, oh, it's off of, you know, the, I said Biddle, which is the main street there. And she's like, oh, I don't know that one. Like, clearly she's lived in Wyandotte her whole life or whatever. And it was like the worst lie I've ever told and it still makes Gregory laugh and he teases me about it all the time I used to be such a good liar and I am awful at it now I can't do it anymore and it's I, like that's how I learned my lesson Dave always gets mad at me like I don't do this anymore but when I would call in sick when I was in my 20s or something I'm like I just don't really feel like working today and I would give just too many details like that's the thing just you shut can't, up about just it. shut up like too many details I like, didn't I, need to say any no. of that why did I do it <laughs> so stupid I would not legitimize my story. Yep. No. Oh, well, and I'm proud of you. Thanks. I'm a criminal. <laughs> Good for you. I'm working out like a, a Wyandotte. Wyandotte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you should have said. Well, no joke. Uh, my not North Dakota, their town slogan is why not my not. <laughs> wow. Yikes. Inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, uh, why not? Michigan has a great shoreline view of Fighting Island. Gotta live somewhere. May as well be here, I guess. If you're going to live on an island in Canada, an island on the border called Fighting Island is a good choice. Sounds fun. I mean, I hope that's where the fights take place. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's aptly named. Um, I uh, also have moving news, sort of, not that we're moving, but that we finally, hopefully, and I'm hoping I'm not jinxing it by bringing it up here, have a renter lined up for the Buffalo House. Oh Yay. boy! It's only been half a year. <laughs> Yay! God, with, it's with such the, a uh, relief, though. With with the army of guard dogs living there, of course. Don't no even think about trying to rob it while it's <laughs> there empty. Uh, 
Yeah, so our realtor found a, through another agent. It's it's always a telephone game. It's us to our broker to someone else's broker to them. Yep. But there's a woman who's interested in renting the house. The the good news is she wants it for two years. The bad news is she wants to break on the rent, and she doesn't like the the dark red dining room. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, right, I know. I mean, <laughs> gonna, we're we're gonna get it painted. It's not a big deal, but like that was a that was Sticking her negotiating point, point when mm-hmm. she came back to us. She was like, "Yeah, the rent, and also, you know, boy, that dining room, and also the chartreuse in the back of the bookshelves in the living room. They're just on the back of it." And I'm like, I literally said, "You know, when you fill it up with books, you, you don't it. really see. <laughs> like, you just get little bits of it, which is nice because it's just this little tiny accent color. But you'll know." You'll know it's there. <laughs> she can cover it with contact paper. Come God, on. Dare she chartreuse it. No, we're going to paint it. I think we're just oh. going to get it because I got a couple other spots that I want to have the handyman touch up. So, uh, but yes, that's that's been the big news for us this week is I was out in Buffalo for a couple of days to check on some other work that we had done on the house. And I also have noticed that um, uh, various vendors tend to get their, their act together when I say, hey, I'm coming out to the house this week. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm driving out to Buffalo this afternoon. Suddenly, oh, you've got a second showing lined up, don't you? So uh, we're very close to not paying a mortgage uh, with no help for a house we're not living that in. That must be a big relief. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> oh, congrats. Uh, and uh, I think that's all my small talk this week. It's been otherwise an uneventful week. <laughs> You're going to be a landlord. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, a I slumlord really if you try hard. <laughs> if you do it right. Yeah, well, that's the goal. Um, Please, our, Mr. Our... Pape, I'll have it for you next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. It's a contract. So uh, you just follow the letter of the law. I don't, uh... Our handyman has um, offered up his services as a... Um, as like a first call emergency contact. Oh, oh, nice. Nice. He wants us good, to pay, good, good. like I'll pay him some small amount of money to do that and to yeah. keep an eye on the place. A retainer. And yeah, pretty much. He He's great. He's pretty um, South Buffalo Irish, old fashioned. Um, and and he sort of operates in a cash economy. Yeah. Um, we, uh, or cash or Venmo, but like very um, off Under the, the books. Mm-hmm. And he's great at a lot of things. And I don't know if I've ever told this story on the show before, but when we first met him, we inherited him from, from Robbie Takak. He was the handyman who came to the house. <laughs> and I had him come in because I changed a lock and I needed the door frame readjusted a little bit. I needed uh, another hole drilled out for this bolt lock. And uh, I asked him how he handles pricing and like billing and all that. And he, he just looked at me and he said, well, I, I think about what another person would charge to do this job and I charge less. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and yeah. I looked at him and I said, Shawnee, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my hope is to actually be a pretty hands-off landlord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. A proper I'm going to be like, we'll get you on the alarm system. I'm going to show you how to use the fireplace. And then I hope to never hear from you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. So here's hoping. And then maybe maybe this will help us decide to get out of our crappy apartment in Boston because yeah. we'll have a little more money. So <sighs> exciting. Indeed. All right. With that, I will take the mailbag. Um before we get into uh, playing musical instruments, um, we got uh, some really nice emails. Uh it was funny because I was 
I, like I just kept getting like throw your phone, throw your phone, throw your phone. And I was like, is this a mistake? But it was Scott just like addendum to his previous <laughs> and uh, another thing. <laughs> but Scott uh, gave us a series of emails, and he starts with "Been away from Facebook since December, and you all may be the reason I get back into it." Aww. Just finished listening to Late to the Party episode and had to drop a line of how much I appreciate you all and love listening. My Late to the Party story could probably fill a few episodes, but for now, I was late to LRB. What? Podcast, how, how dare, dare you? People. <laughs> a podcast about a podcast? Hard eye roll. I mean, please, we all have a hard eye roll about it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but then, thank goodness, I did listen and just couldn't believe how often my thoughts popped out of your mouths. As for Tishi, I'm proud to say I've never missed a show, although I have been late in listening occasionally. As an old ISTP, please keep up the great work. <laughs> and another thing, on to the most recent episode. I totally forgot to mention that we've been dealing with a whole house repipe as well. We're on a sl- one slab, so am I. And there was a leak in the slab somewhere, so we opted to just call it quits with the pipes in the slab and have pex pipe installed insurance issues also universal ah money pit sweet home sweet money pitch hang in there christy mm. and, and another thing people in texas as well i know yeah oh, mm-hmm. lord um okay pausing the cast to weigh in the giant donut at universal studios is in fact terrible i married into a disney family and now are my ears proudly but my daughter and the rest of us really wanted to spend her 16th birthday in the two harry potter parks we made it happen and enjoyed the two parks but long before the day was done we'd done it all at universal and we were ready to pack and head to disney the giant donut was just a larger version of your typically tasteless big grocery store donut bleh well i'm disappointed i know i know um, and then, um, Justina wrote us a very, very, very informative and great email. It is a <laughs> little too lengthy t- to read on. We might be on for yeah. a little bit, but I mean, is, I had yeah. to take a break to like <laughs> no. have some Ooh. food so that I could. <laughs> she included <laughs> pictures. I mean, this is a whole, it was great. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. And thank you, Justina. I always love getting little notes from you. Mm-hmm. Longer notes. We got a there picture of her daughter as the drum, the head drum. Yeah. Majorette. Do we say Majorette anymore? I don't know, because you don't really say actress anymore. You I feel know, like so. the term, the Majorettes were a great 50s USO yeah, outfit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. four ladies singing yeah. Ratatat. They to, uh, open for the Andrew sisters or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Bobby... Uh, yeah, we got a we've got a late breaking um uh uh memo that uh, I don't think you guys have even had a chance to hear yet. So I'm thinking I'll just play it into my microphone cuz we're a very high tech fancy podcast and Hillary since you've got the edit this week I'll send it to you and you can magically drop it in here sure. in a better audio quality. But I'll just play this here for now. So here's magic technology. And it failed. Hang on a second. <laughs> Volume up, go. Hey, Ann, it's Dick Bramer with the Minnesota Twins. Your friends at TSHE wanted me to wish you a very happy birthday. And they tell me that you're a great statistician, a great baker, and a Minnesota native. So from one Minnesota native to another, just a reminder that Minnesota has an awful lot to be proud of. Politically, we've produced vice presidents, but no presidents. In football, we've gone there four times to the Super Bowl, but lost all four times. We have over 10,000 lakes 
in Minnesota. And right now they're all frozen. <laughs> Thankfully, the Twins have won two world championships in 1987 and 1991. And we're excited about the prospects of the Twins in 2021. So have a great birthday and keep following the Twins. So there you go. Just a Aww. quick late birthday message from Dick Bramer. Dick Bramer! <laughs> so awesome. Oh, such a good idea. Happy birthday, Anne. Happy birthday, Anne. Happy birthday, Anne. Dick Framer yeah, said happy birthday to me. <laughs> and I love that you really went like Minnesota tourism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, you know, how many people are eager to wish you happy birthday when you pay them? <laughs> uh, also worth noting, so Dick Bramer was, was uh, available on Cameo and all the proceeds from his Cameos go to... Uh, ALS research at the local ALS Foundation in Minnesota. So I thought that was a a fun fit and uh, just wanted to get that for you on behalf of all of us here. So happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Uh, And (laughs) a foundational member of TSHE. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's really upsetting that I am, in fact, old enough to be the mother of some of the current Twins players. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I am. It is really when they're like they were born in 1998. You're like, like son of a bitch! Uh, Happy birthday! Um, Okay, now getting back to a little bit more of the question of the week. Uh, We got a bunch of nerds. Just kidding, but no. uh, (laughs) That's why we love you. Exactly, we're all nerds, guys. I wasn't in a band. I wasn't musically inclined at all, but I was the what? person of the thespian in the clubs. You so. sing so beautifully. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Actually, Bridget today said she wanted to try out. She saw some ad to her for like some try out for Disney or something, and I said, you know, I wanted to try out for the Mickey Mouse club but i can't sing or dance so that's kind of a limiting <laughs> you're kind of a single theft threat there <laughs> yes exactly you really tell her to go to glamour shots and have a video done i know but anyway i'm really impressed with everybody's musical uh, ability in our audience and we got quite the response and i'm just gonna read a few because again we would be here all day if i read all of them uh, first and foremost, the new affianced, I don't know if that's how you use it, Gregory says. Mr. Van Harn, to be. <laughs> yeah, that's, Mr. Van <laughs> Gregory, actually, guys. <laughs> as far as question of the week, uh, you know, what instrument do you play? He says, yes, a lot. I'll say guitar. And I editorialized and said bragger. He plays, uh, he plays all sorts of things. He plays the bass. He plays keyboards. He plays regular guitar. Okay, guitar. Prince. Whatever. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, little Ellen says French horn. I was arguably, (laughs) arguably South Carolina's top French horn player for about three months in high school. Wow. And then I got burned out and decided I never wanted to play for an audience again. I don't regret getting out of competition life, but I do regret forgetting how to play. Um, I totally get that. Well, one, if I had to choose, I would have chosen French horn because I thought it looked really cool. It does. um, Mm -hmm. It just looks so intricate, but I, um, it's not the same thing, but I tested out of Spanish when I went to college and they were like, oh, you don't have to take a language anymore. You know, you, your AP scores like got you out of it. And I was like, cool, never going to do that again. And now I'm <laughs> like, it all. <laughs> I, have, I mean, I want to have, you know, when I'm talking to speaking Spanish, it's all like an infinitive. It's like I'm going to do something. That's all I know how to go. No, no, um, no, yeah. Shoot. What's it yeah. called? 
No conjugation. Conjugation. Yeah, no conjugation. Yo, boy, uh, Olympia Mm -hmm. Mikasa aura. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Margaret says, I'm a music therapist, so I play quite a number of instruments. My main instrument was clarinet, but I haven't used it much clinically. Mostly I use guitar, voice, heart percussion, and other associated things, assorted things. Sorry. Um, I just thought that was really cool. I I hadn't heard that much about music Yeah, she has a cool job. Margaret, I'm not sure how you drag the harp around. (laughs) <laughs> to different appointments and so forth. Uh, when I was in high school, I, um, I I have a close friend, still a close friend, and and one time short lived girlfriend, who is a a classically trained harpist. Uh, she's also an incredible mathematician, and uh, found that that was less miserable of a life than being a professional harpist. Uh, and she, when we were in high school, she had a car. It was like a Ford Focus wagon or some Ford station wagon with a rollout bed in the back Ooh. she had the expensive harp and then the expensive car that had to be retrofitted to lug the harp mm-hmm. giant pain in the ass and mm-hmm. i can tell you as a as a contractor of classical musicians contracting a harpist sucks because you've got to pay them cartage and make sure they can get in i once got a harpist get stuck in an elevator at a concert oh, venue God. between oh. floors with her harp because <laughs> it was the only way she could get it in and of course that was the day it got stuck. So, uh, yeah, good call. Don't play harp. Yeah, that's uh, like tuning a piano every single time you move mm-hmm. it five feet. Yep. I mean, do play harp. That's great. But just, you know, yeah, don't, don't play harp. Just yeah. play harp in your house. Just play it in one place. <laughs> um, okay. Anne says, not Ariane, Anne Minor says, Suzuki piano from 9 or 10 until 18. And then swing, chamber, general, and church and church choir. Enough choir that I perpetually feel like I'm forgetting to do something during the holidays. <laughs> Perform you. in a nursing home or a mall center court or a I holiday concert, etc. Um, and I thought you probably have that feeling occasionally. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? I also played Suzuki piano, which I'm convinced is the reason that I don't read music very well to this day. I'm not a fan of Suzuki. I played Suzuki violin and cello, but not piano. It's a little cultish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Y'all are like speaking a foreign language to me. I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Oh, yes. The Suzuki piano. Oh, yeah. The Suzuki method. I know <laughs> totally got it. Um, okay. Kristen says, I played the flute and was the first chair in high school. Once I graduated, I never touched it again. And I'm pretty sure my mom gave my flute to Goodwill. <laughs> I think it was the universal, yeah. universal yeah. story, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amy says, I'm such an obvious flute nerd. True. True. But I also was really surprised at how, like, ubiquitous the flute is amongst our group. I mean, mm-hmm. could you have a band of flautists, like, like doing harmony? <laughs> oh I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, terrible, but... Flute choirs are very much a thing, I'll just say. Wow. <laughs> very much a thing. All right. And That's also, so many flute players in our listeners, and not one American Pie joke. Very I, oh, of, right. I thought it in my brain, but I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> God. Um, okay, and then finally, Leslie says, piano, voice, flute, piccolo for marching band, which is awesome. I mean, if you're going to carry an instrument for a parade while wearing a marching band uniform, our first ones were wool for crying out loud. Ugh. Ugh, during the middle of summer, you might as well carry the smallest one yeah. possible. Oy, oy, oy. Don't be the sucker that carries the bass drum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Well, at least that got that's got like shoulder straps. It's like the the bass clarinet. Mm. You gotta like that's unwieldy. Yeah, all I suppose that if you played flute or piccolo, you would have extremely strong deltoids. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. You'd have to. 
Um, at our high school, um, they had a, the band was decent. They were fine, um, <clears throat> but our drill team, which is the most important because it's the most beautiful girls that of are course. in they they didn't dance to the band because their movements were so precise that they did it to like you know some techno beat or something which was always people like like that's such a shame but then they were really good so everybody sort of forgot about it but yeah gotta gotta put the beautiful girls ahead of the band members i had a roommate in college who had been in the flag core is that what Mm -hmm. it's called Yeah, yeah, yeah in high school my god the drama in oh. those groups oh, is it. something else. <laughs> I'm oh, like, I'm glad school. I was in choir. <laughs> I played, what did I do? I did all sorts of stuff. I played, well, I was begging my mom for um, piano lessons before I could reach, like climb up to the bench myself. Um, and so I think when I turned five, she relented and bought a used piano from the church and got me lessons and I played until I was gosh a sophomore in high school and then high school got to be too demanding and I had to stop because I didn't have time for my homework and practicing Um, but I really I I got pretty darn good at the piano and my best friend Michelle and I took lessons together and we would do duets and perform at our little you know our teacher's concerts that she would hold at her house and (laughs) and it was a big it was a big part of my life um yeah I also did, like I mentioned, Suzuki, violin, and cello at school, um, although ni- neither of those really stuck. Um, I was also in youth choir for a large percentage of my childhood. It was the St. Cecilia Choir in Grand Rapids, and we were also pretty darn good. Like I wish that we had some recordings of that because um, it was a pretty quality choir. We got to sing with the Children's Choir of Ukraine one time. That was really cool. Um, cool. came here to sing with us. That was really neat. So that was a very good experience, but I don't, um, I don't know. I don't think I ever had that good of a voice and I certainly don't anymore. It's gotten worse, <laughs> but it was a good experience and it was fun. Um, it was also something that my best friend and I did and I think my sister as well. So that was my, I think that's the extent of it. I never played any wind instruments. I was never really interested in that. Um, we, we left a lot on the table yeah. to talk yeah. about with this. I completely forgot to bring up that Matt was in the Minnesota Boy Choir. I oh, mean, wow. My God. The show content I could mine from that. <laughs> well, and I mean, the show content that I mine from Matt and I are going to start our youngest child podcast <laughs> and, revel, <laughs> and revel in it. <laughs> my sister can join you. You, I know. you said um, that. And I believe my response was, I'll be listening to it, grinding my oldest <laughs> child teeth down to nubs. <laughs> Can we air it immediately after Tishi and just call it the afterthoughts? <laughs> Fuck off. I am the jewel in the Livingston. Of course you are. <laughs> um, no, I... Um, I I briefly said this and obviously I have no musical talent. And the one thing about being the fifth kid is that my mom was like, absolutely not. Like we were not, we're not going down this road again. You don't have musical, which she was right. I, I was an actress obviously. And not, I did not have one little shred of musical talent. I did musical theater, but I was always, you know, in the background and, you know, mostly like mouthing the words to it but i if you I, just go watermelon watermelon oh watermelon, totally yeah. <laughs> well, i got the, it i don't the, know that you don't know the words the great yeah. thing about musical theater is it is more about character than yes. having an amazing voice or anything yes. you just have to be able to sell it as the character yeah. 
I mean, unfortunately, even though I was the president of the Thespians Club, I was never in the musical. I was always like the dresser or something in the background. And they did Guys and Dolls my senior year. And I love Guys and Dolls. But yeah, that was not going to be one that I was going to be in. I was always the person who did the lights. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was more comfortable that way. Hillary, you would have been an amazing (laughs) Miss Adelaide. I know. I know. At least one of the hot box girls. (laughs) I know. Oh, well, my dreams are dashed. I can just watch like Tony Awards acceptance speeches and stuff. Actually, the guy that was the guy that was the um, lead in Guys and Dolls was nominated for a Tony a few years ago. And I was like, motherfucker. Mm. Um, Oh, well, alack, alas. Anyway, thank you all for contributing. It was really fun. And I loved listening to it because it is something that is like a foreign language to me. So it's fun to listen to everybody wax on about their their experiences. All right. Well, Hillary, I uh, technically I have medium talk to hand it off to you. So if you sure. want to take a minute to, uh, yeah, you know, get yourself centered and ready, maybe uh, drink a pull glass out your of water. Notes. Yes. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> do, else do, hit the mute button. <laughs> yep. I know it's going to be like my soliloquy. Like here I go. Uh, all right. Yeah. So so the thought behind this was uh, last week we were going to do a show where we were going to go on a movie road trip and some of us had picked movies and as a, as a great forward promo, know that we're heading to the South soon. We've got the Carolinas and Georgia uh, on tap eventually. And then we pushed that show a week because we lost Hillary <laughs> to the weather. And then we decided to push that show another week because we Hillary clearly needs to tell her story. We had to sure. discuss how Hillary was lost to the weather. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Um, yeah. And so uh, now for you on a very special episode of T-S-H-E. <laughs> and by the way, if you now want to see the video of Dick Bramer. <laughs> oh, uh, I do. It took took a few tries, but it is now in Slack and in the in the Facebook group. And we'll, yep. we'll post it on the show post. Absolutely. Uh, 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 Hillary, tell us your tale. Okay. Here is my tale. I, I really will. I... I because I know I can get lost in details, I I did. You? A, yeah, I know. That I'm no. surprising. I did a little TikTok of all of my days and trying to like highlight the most important things that happened on those days and why I was in the situation I was in. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, um, my one sis, I have two sisters, Kristen and Jennifer. Kristen was just turned 50. Jennifer texted me and said, hey, let's go to Nashville for Kristen's birthday. She really wants us to come. It'll be fun. And I thought, you know what? What the heck? Like, let's go. She wants us to be there. It's her 50th birthday. Throw caution to the wind. Let's go. So book my flight. I'm kind of looking at the weather and it looks like it's going to get cold here and really cold in Nashville. Nashville, while it's still in the south, is, is a fair amount more north and gets colder there than it does here. And I thought, crap, that sucks that it's going to be so cold there. But whatever. It's not like we're going to the beach. We're just going to be in our house the whole time for the most part. So it's fine. Um, but I'm looking. It's getting colder. It's getting colder. And then it levels out. And then it starts getting colder in Austin. And I think at the time, the Thursday before, I think, one, I was concerned that my flight was going to get canceled um, on Thursday. And then I thought, well, look, it looks like it's going to get colder here than it is Nashville. So like, peace out, Austin. Like, I'm going to Nashville. (laughs) It's going to be warmer there. So my flight was at 830 on Friday morning of the, uh, I guess that was the 12th. And I, I thought I was just going to, I was coming back on Sunday. So, and since it was so early, I wasn't going to make Dave and the kids like wake up and take me to the airport. And I wasn't going to get an Uber because I didn't want to. And also, 
it's $8 to park a day at the airport. So I thought, well, I'll just drive. It'll be nice when I get home and I can just drive home. Uh, so I go out to my car around like six in the morning, try to open my car doors. They're like sealed shut. And I thought, Ooh, like this is kind of a bad omen, but whatever. And I, you know, wait for a second, <laughs> got my car. I like, you know, pulled it open, got all my stuff in, drive really slowly to the airport. Actually I had looked and I needed some gas. Like I had like, I wasn't full Jeremy mode, but I was like, had 30 <laughs> miles left. So I was like, Oh, you know what though? It's still kind of icy. I want to just get to the airport and I'll get it on my way back. No big deal. So park, get into the airport really wasn't a big deal. I found a good parking space, which actually I'm glad I parked in the garage. So it was, covered which is was good um get there flights on time get to nashville super easy i my sister and i go out i kind of get like a little afternoon drunk this is great my other sister comes in my other sister lives in monroe louisiana which is a pretty like small to medium-sized town so she has to fly from monroe to atlanta to nashville because monroe is you know like a regional airport she gets in about five thirty. We pick up some dinner. We're like, we're having a great time. We're all like drinking. We have a whole bunch of food. It's, we're having a good time. Saturday rolls around. I'm kind of looking and Dave's like, yeah, it's getting a little cold. It's, it's, you know, all the softball and baseball were canceled. So we're just kind of hanging out here and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, it's, I'll be back tomorrow and you know, we'll suss it out, but everything is okay. We hang out for Christian's birthday. We do some fun things. We did go out a little bit. We had a really good time. As we were going to dinner that night, though, at this really good Indian restaurant, I get a text. My flight has been canceled. Now, I'm not 100% sober at this point, and I was kind of like, what? Okay, whatever. And so then I'm trying to, like, get on the website to see, and they're like, the, the closest flight that they're giving me is, I think at that point was... Wednesday or something. I'm supposed to go back on Sunday. And at this point, I'm like, that's insane. Like, you can't put me back on Wednesday. That's insane. That's crazy. So I, I get on the phone. I, and I think finally on the website, I found one for Monday. And at this point, I'm annoyed because I thought, oh, I'm going to get back Friday. I mean, I'm going to get back Sunday. And I'll have another because Monday was President's Day. And I thought I'll have a day to just like max and relax. So me beginning back late on Monday, I was sort of irritated. I'm like, Ugh, I'm just gonna have to go straight back into work on Tuesday. This sucks. And I'm but you lost your buffer day. <laughs> I did. And mm-hmm. I was pissed about it. So I'm just like, whatever, just go with the flow. I'll be here tomorrow. And then I'll leave Monday. Sunday rolls around. I don't know why on Sunday I just decided to wake up and like just start drinking champagne. My brother-in-law, <laughs> my brother, my brother-in-law who was not there because he was taking my other niece. I had one niece there. My other niece was in Oregon because she was looking at the University of Oregon, which I think she's decided to go to. Um, so they were gone, but he had bought like a whole bunch of champagne for us. So I was like, no, whatever. We still have tons, tons of champagne. Might as well drink it. So I drink champagne. A college friend comes over. We're, ha- I, you know, we watch lots of movies. We watched When Harry Met Sally. We watched Can't Buy Me Love for a little bit. We watched the, I mean, we watched a lot. All, everything is good. My flight's leaving tomorrow. Just an extra day. I'm having a good time with my sisters. Uh, then all of a sudden my flight gets canceled for Monday on for Wednesday again. And I was like, are you serious? Like I can't go Wednesday. This is crazy. And then Dave's texting me like things are starting to shut down. This is, you know, this is nuts. And then I get the notice that school is canceled until Friday, which actually was a relief because I thought I can't, you know, if I'm not going to be home until Wednesday and they're trying to do at home school, like this is like untenable, but they just flat out canceled it. Like, 
we're just canceling it. So um, the the news comes in, like people are losing power. It's getting really bad. But Dave's like, we have power. We're okay. Everything's okay. The other thing that I was annoyed by is I had ordered my HEB for Sunday. And David said, maybe order it for Saturday. And I said, no, 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 no. I'll just pick it up on the way home. It's not a big deal. I'll just get it for Sunday. Well, they called me and they say, your order's been canceled. We can't fill it because you know, shit's going crazy. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is when I kind of start to freak out because I'm thinking there's not that much food there. I know there's no milk. I know they're out of milk, which whatever, but I I knew there was enough food, but it was going to start get like dwindling a little bit. And that's when I get a little bit panicky when there's just no access to food. Mm -hmm. And it had very like beginning of COVID feelings for me where it just, I'm flashing back to that time where you're like, is this going to be hunger games? We're all going to be, you know, running to the grocery store and trying to like grab whatever we can. So I'm getting a little bit panicky, but <laughs> I mean, I, just as a point of fact that didn't happen in the hunger games, but no, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> they weren't actually like fighting over grocery store food. food. I know. <laughs> I'm cat. Shut up people. But I yeah. uh, I, I know how you all, I, I know how all of you feel about the Simpsons in varying degrees. There is a moment in a hurricane oriented episode of the Simpsons where everyone is rushing the quickie mark for food. And there's a bag of cat chow brand cat food where someone has crossed out the word cat in written hurricane <laughs> well, and that's all i think of when yeah. i think of the grocery mm-hmm. store plants I, know, I mean that was yeah that was the shit that i was grabbing when i finally got there was along those lines um monday okay so we go to bed monday i wake up i'm kind of in a low level panic all day now i will say dave was in it with the kids like he was there and like he deserves a fucking medal because it was it was really hard it was scary but i not like mine was worse, but mine was this weird kind of like, I can't do anything. I'm mm-hmm. just here. Mm-hmm. And I almost was like comatose in bed. Cause I was like, I can't, I, like, I can't do well, anything. You're like paralyzed. You're helpless. Yeah, I know. And, do anything. and my response to stress a lot of times is to shut down. Like I just, like I, I wish I was one of those people that just did shit like cleaned or something. I just like, <laughs> just, like I tend to work. freeze too. I I'm know like, how that goes. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just in my niece's bed with her. Like I'm sharing a teen bedroom and I'm like, I don't, I'm just looking and looking at, which is not helpful. Looking at Facebook, looking at Twitter, just of people saying they're losing power. Pipes are bursting, all this stuff. And so I, I'm looking at the weather report and it looks like Tuesday is actually a good day for me to get out. It's going to be, because meanwhile, Nashville did get snow it wasn't quite as bad. It was more snowy snow. But my, my niece, my sister lives on top of a hill. So it's like trying to negotiate. That was a little bit difficult. Anyway, so I, I Tuesday looks good. So I call. I finally get on with a rep. And she's she's great. She's like, you want to leave your sisters, huh? You're enough time with them? <laughs> and I was like, I just need to get home. Um, and she puts me on a flight on Tuesday. And I'm like, great. Okay, so I feel better. I don't know why. Tuesday just feels better. It's a direct flight. I think I'm good to go. I'm I'm excited. Decide to have another really good night with my sisters. We drink. We get some food. We're having a good time. Of course, my flight is canceled on Tuesday. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So I get a flight for Wednesday again. But this flight goes through Dallas, which is, you know, it is what it is. That's how it works. And at that point, everything was getting canceled. I mean, Jennifer was like, I don't even know when I'm going to be able to leave because Atlanta was a mess. Monroe Airport was closed. We're just like, I, we're here. I mean, my poor sister was probably like, get out of my yeah. house. Like, I need you guys to leave. You were probably just thrilled to get a flight at all. I know. I'm just like, whatever, whatever. So um, I, on Tuesday, 
more people are losing power, more people are losing power. Dave's like, we, you know, we still have power, but then I'm kind of not trusting him that he would tell me if they lost power because he knows that I would kind of spiral. But I am on several text chains with the different moms in my neighborhood. I'm like, I will know the second you, you lose know power. That, yeah. So relax. <laughs> but um, I got a warning from Christine, listener to the show, that she was like, my friends have said that they don't have water. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I tell Dave, hey, start saving water. You need to start saving water. And he was a little bit dubious. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like this is a middle-class neighborhood. They want to take our water away. You know, that kind of like, <laughs> they want to do this to me. <laughs> and then sure enough, Wednesday comes around, uh, no water. And luckily he had saved a bunch. The only thing he wished he had done is fill up the bathtub. That was the one thing he didn't do. But, mm. uh, there's, there's just, we had, I mean, he saved a good amount but there's no water. So that's, you know, I'm really starting to panic. Of course, then there's no water in the grocery stores. He did say, you know, my kids are very regular. God bless. But, you know, it's like you you have to flush the toilet at some point. I mean, at this case, we really were like, if it's yellow, let it mellow because Whoa. we're not wasting one. I know. But, yeah. you know, at this point. So Dave's shoveling snow like his, you know, ancestors before him. Into, <laughs> into, and he was like, it takes a lot of snow to fill a tank, uh, a toilet tank. So he is doing that. My Lovely sister, thank God, does have a truck. So we kind of skid down her neighborhood on Wednesday morning to get me to the airport. My flight left at like 10 or something. I'm like, get me there at like 8. I don't I mean, super early. I get in uh, to Nashville. I'm kind of sitting at my, my gate. Then it keep moving gates. And it keeps getting delayed. Keeps getting delayed. Keeps getting delayed. Finally, I... Uh, the lady said, you're not going to make it to your flight to Austin. It's good. You're going to miss it. And I said, but she said, the only hope you have is there are like 30 people on this flight that need to go to Austin. And I'm like, okay. So I'm just kind of hoping, hoping, hoping we get in. I think maybe it's going to be okay. The only thing that really made me ever super nervous is my final gate was, you know, all these fucking yokels with their masks under their nose and we're all crammed like, cause everybody's panicking. Everybody wants to get on this flight, get on the flight. I checked the Southwest app. My flight was canceled to Austin. So I'm landing in Dallas and I'm just defeated at this point. I mean, I'm really lucky that my parents live in Dallas because I don't know what I would have done. Cause I went and I said, when can you get me on? And she, the lady said Friday. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Friday. And she said, I can only get you on on Friday. And I said, could I get a hotel just to kind of see if I could, what I could get? And she said, for weather related, we don't give out hotels. And I'm like, okay. So, um, call Dave there. Dave is, uh, Dave's always, he's, he knows with me, he needs to be a little bit perky because if he sounds defeated, then I'm like, no, <laughs> like I kind of melt down. So he's despite like, the fact that he's wearing a barrel for I pants. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he hasn't taken a shower, you know, so, he's eating hurricane. Joe. I know. <laughs> the kids have snacks. I mean, basically they're living on snacks, which to them, they're like, oh, this is fantastic. Great. They have like, you know. Yeah, what frozen pizza, I, whatever. I mean, luckily at this point, we still do have power. It's just the water. They have a lot of juice. They have, you know. You brush your teeth with juice? I mean, like, how does that I work? That's- I mean, I think my kids' teeth are going to rot out after this week because I don't even know. I mean, at that point, it was like, don't. You can't Honestly, leave, it's yeah. probably not a top priority. Yeah. You just shouldn't no. have given them the juice. Just let them get a little dehydrated. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> no peeing. I know. Oh, God. Um, so I get to Dallas. Um, and I got, I was able to get a lift and actually the streets in Dallas at that point were 
the major streets were fine. I mean, it had stopped snowing at that point. The major streets were fine. My parents lived sort of in a private neighborhood. I knew that was going to be kind of a mess trying to get through it. But the Lyft driver was from Manchester, and he was lovely. And he was like, I'm Team Hillary. We're going to get you there. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. He was great. I loved him. Like, I honestly was like, can I get your number so I can not, like, date you, but, like, so I can call you when I need to go back. I've done but, that before. I mean, I should have done it because he was fantastic. Um, so I get to my parents' house. My parents were like, oh, hey. And I said, I'm here until Friday. And they were like, okay. I think they were a little bit <laughs> surprised. But then it was sort of nice. They were very sick of each other. So I got to be like the youngest child again and, you know, watch TV and sleep in my bedroom and whatever. Um, Thursday, I wake up. It's sunny. It's still really cold, but it's sunny in Dallas and it's sunny in Austin, but there's still no water. I think they went to a couple grocery stores, but it was just, you know, it's just picking up like nuts or fruit roll ups and all that kind of stuff. And, um, he's like, it's okay. It's fine. Of course I'm, I I don't have my laptop. I do not have my laptop, my work laptop with me because why would I have brought it for a two-day trip to Nashville. And my boss called me. He's like, I need you to work on this flyer. And I said, I don't care about work right now. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not, I can do, I can answer an email, but fuck that. Like, I don't care. This is, I'm a really good worker and I usually get my shit done on time, but these are extenuating circumstances and a new development that's not even going to break down, break ground until 2022. I don't care about it. Like, I don't care. There's no sense of urgency on my part. He was like, okay. (laughs) Just like (laughs) could hear the panic in my voice. And I'm like, fuck off. He slowly Uh, backed away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So then Friday, wake up, ready to go back to Austin. My flight's on time. Things are opening up. It's good. I, I get to the airport. I, I get there. I remember that I don't really have that much gas. So I'm stopping. And there have been all these horror stories like, there's no gas, there's no anything. I could find gas. Oh, I did go to the Hudson News at the Dallas airport and spend $20 on really expensive water. Because I was like, well, I mean, I know it's here. Like, I might as well get those, you know, smart waters, which I'm loath to spend money on. But I'm sort of a captive audience and I at least I can come home with something. Hey kids, uh, you're brushing your teeth with Fiji. <laughs> I know pretty much. <laughs> so I got home and, um, uh, along the way of going home, I went to like random targets or random. And Dave's just saying, please just come home. And I said, well, I'm out. Like I might as well just try to, you know, forage for something. And, you know, I get home. They had lost power that morning, but it came back. Then I got home, lost power again. But I think whatever that I, it was, it came back at some point and it was, we, we kept it pretty good. So our house never got to be super cold, though Dave was really trying to conserve. So it was a little bit chilly on the ground floor, but the, uh, the second floor was, was better. Um, but yeah, it was, I got home, there's no water. Dave hadn't taken a shower since Tuesday. The kids are like ragamuffins. So, you know what? Honestly, they, kids survive and they did a, you know, a decent job. But um, it, it was, once I was back, it was like I, I took a, breath of fresh air, but it was still like, we have no water. And it was such a crazy thing when you brush your teeth, you're just like, I don't have any, like, I don't know how to do this. There's so much that are just integral to your brain of like, after I brush my teeth, I, you know, wash my toothbrush off or like, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to wash my hands. Of course, then like Friday night I went to bed and I was like, do I have pink eye? Because I wasn't able to, I mean, I was like wiping my hands with, you know, 
sanitizing stuff and using that but I convinced myself that I had like goop in my eye because I got poop in there and I'm like oh what's gonna happen um and honestly Saturday I this is what I said in my notes Saturday try not to poop next bullet everyone's pooping like it felt like everybody had to poop like I'm like eating cheese like don't poop and it's like I have to poop um but I've never really been so scared to poop this is but, the kind uh, of in-depth reporting that we want on this show yeah. um at, also at this point I'm stalking the city of Austin like water the GIS water map of like when things are going to be restored and weirdly um Things started to get, I mean, th- Saturday things were getting restored. People, you were hearing people, you know, everybody ha- has burst pipes and it doesn't really matter what neighborhood you live in. It was just like apartment, you know, my, a guy I work with, he lives in a super fancy neighborhood, burst pipes, no water heater, all the stuff. Mine, I didn't hear a ton about burst pipes, but we sort of are up elevated where we are. And so we were one of the last ones to get, um, pressured water. So. Saturday night I go to bed and I just, I was like, I feel it. We're going to get it back Sunday. And I texted my friend, Christine. I said, I feel it's going to happen today. And she was like, I don't know, maybe not. I'm not sure. And then lo and behold, around 11, I started getting all the texts. I have water, I have water. And Mm -hmm. then I'm putting mine on and I'm like, we don't have any water. And then Dave said, I think there might be a leak in the kid's toilet we had gotten along we were great this is when I lost it this is when I was like no <laughs> and then, no and he was like it's gonna be okay and I said I get tend to be a little bit hyperbolic when I'm stressed and I was like it's gonna be six months until we can get a plumber here there's no way like fuck and he was like we have two other bathrooms it's gonna be okay and then I'm like our water's not turning on everybody else's water is turning on okay slowly but surely our water turns on I think there wasn't a leak. It was just when we were pouring snow into the tank, it had tripped off into the other side. Um, We got water back on Sunday. Dave immediately took a shower, even though we were, it's like, conserve, you know, don't, don't, you know, use that much. He's like, fuck that. I have to take a shower. What we didn't have, we were still on a boil water notice. Um, So that was also weird because, again, when I brush my teeth, I always wash my toothbrush and then kind of have one last little, you know go around with just like water and I did it a couple times and I was like but you know I think it was out of an abundance of caution that they were doing the boil stuff well, and I think if you don't swallow it you're okay no it was fine it was fine and, you know, it's just like little... being in Mexico <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um uh the Monday was I guess uneventful uh the kids still were out of school on Monday and Tuesday so it was kind of nice that we could ease back in. Tuesday, the boil lifted. Wednesday, it was motherfucking 80 degrees here. So I have no idea. I have no idea. I went to a happy hour and uh, it was just, I mean, I know that was very long-winded and a lot of details, which I swore I wouldn't do, but I couldn't help it. But it was just really, really, really crazy. And the, my last two things about it. One, Texas is such bullshit. You know, I... I, there was some tweet that was like, it's almost as if, you know, George W. Bush, Rick Perry, like haven't been like in charge of this state, like the low taxes, you know, business first, capitalism first, like doesn't, it doesn't work and it's bullshit. And it, it destroyed lives and killed people and Mm -hmm. made people suffer, you know, largely, you know, poor communities. And it's, 
it's just really, really disappointing. And it's not surprising at all, but it's really, really disappointing. And yes, this is an unprecedented weather. I, I will say like, it would be as if you guys, you know, had, a, you know, a week of 105 days in a row where it's like, 105 degrees, you're just not, you're not acclimated to it. You don't really have the system, except that like our system just fully failed us. We We have had that before and the system, like we had brownouts a few years ago um, when it was uh, super duper hot for like a whole week. Um, So we we did not have the, the grid to support that, but it was like, they still kept cooling centers open and stuff like that. I mean, it was, there, there was a report that says Texas power grid was four minutes and 37 seconds away from collapsing. Like it, it was so precariously close. They weren't prepped for it. They, and the problem is, is they do get warnings about this. Like, okay, you need to, you need to prep your system because, you know, climate change is real and it's, it's getting pushed down in here and they just don't want to spend the money on it. And no, this they, is when I, they plan best case scenario only. Ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's so it's really this is when I think like we cannot depend on, you know, this trickle down economy that businesses are going to support us. Why would they? There's no need to. They you have know? no incentive to do that. No, there's no and incentive I know, to do it. I know you said it was unprecedented weather, but it's going to become precedented. I, exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> exactly. we're not doing anything to make it better. Exactly. And it's it just is it was really, really disappointing. And, you know, I heard a lot of people say, well, maybe this will help Texans like vote, um, all the, no. you know, all the bullshit no. out. And it's like, no, I mean, they're going to forget next. Oh, year. do you, I today, I mean, I went to HEB the other day and it was as if, I mean, God bless HEB. And I will say, uh, Bob, our grumpy old liberal sent me a really nice article about, you know, HEB, how as a New York times article that I'll post about how, they they've been great through covid through this they you know they their supply chain is amazing and they they really they support the community yes yeah and like future cast <laughs> yeah. about what's going on but i you know right after this happened and all these people are saying like god how could texas let us down like this and you know conservative people are really disappointed i saw all of these little Facebook notices and I had heard people say, well, you know, ERCOT asked for uh, the Department Department of Energy to like lend us or I don't know, give us power, more power. And they were denied because of pollution. They're putting, you know, the environment ahead of human lives. And of course, I was like, that is not true. I know that in my soul that that is not true. And so, of course, on Politif- PolitiFact, they have, you know, it's so silly, but it has the like the sort of whatever the gauge that they use and it says pants on fire uh, for the politifact truthometer alex was- jones lied <laughs> what? what and it just was there was some paper that went back and it did mention the environment ericott saying we know we're hitting our limit but we need more and the department of energy saying you are hitting your limit but it's okay like it, it so there is just like a mention you know if you did control f climate i guess you would find that in there but it that's just because that's how the government works. You kind of have to, you know, say, yes, we recognize this, but, you know, we're asking for permission. Anyway. Context and nuance are not Alex Jones's. You've got to love any URL that contains both the words fact checks and info wars. (laughs) You kind of see how that's going to (laughs) go. But the the problem is, is people, you know, this, I don't know if it's on Fox News. I'm not a regular watcher, surprisingly, but I, um, 
I get nervous that this is going to be, you know, it somehow gets, it gets distorted and it's like, well, yeah, but this federal government didn't step in. It's the federal government's part. It's like, no, we decided to not be on the federal government's grid because we would rather be independent and, you know, like, didn't Rick Perry said that you guys would rather die anyway. So who fucking cares? Yeah, it's, it's Texas would ba- rather be a little chilly for a couple oh, of days and not have to answer to the U.S. government. Oh, okay, Rick. Mm-hmm. That, I, a little chilly, that's what it was. It's it's really, really embarrassing. And, I mean, the one thing, we'll see how it holds because our elections are not for a little bit. But I, I'm not his biggest fan. I mean, I like him fine. But um, Beto did a really good job. Like, he actually, like, <laughs> in contrast to our lovely senator, he's not even an he's not even no, elected official no, anymore. He's not. He's not. He, I think Stu, like retweet Stu, the Stubot said, like he was skateboarding water to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, however, it has to get there is fine. Um, you know, Listen, unlike- Ted loaded one case of water into somebody's trunk. <laughs> he's helping. Oh my gosh! Wait, and who did you say he looked like? Who did Ted Cruz look like? He's the. It he's- hit me. Ted Cruz. <laughs> Looks like the sheriff of Nottingham from the animated Disney Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) That big badger with the giant pot belly. Dead ringer, I'm telling you. God, and I, my favorite part of that story is that... It was the group text that ratted them out. Like, that's yes. so perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even their friends hate them. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, I, again, because what I'll do is some conservative people will post something and I'll have to read the comments because I can't Ugh. help myself. And it was like, well, what is he supposed to do? He deserves a vacation, too. And it's like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck vacation off. to Washington, you dummy. I know. Yeah, he's not in charge of the state, but like you represent these people and they're suffering. Like, fucking help them out. But Hillary, he can represent you from Cancun just as well. I mean, me too, but <sighs> let's not think about the optics or anything. No, no. Well, but you know, it doesn't have to make any sense. Mm-hmm. The F- Fox News blaming it on the Green New Deal. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that the, doesn't exist. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's a proposal, not a thing. I know. And they're like, the wind turbines were frozen. And it's like, they still work in other places. Like, How do they work in Denmark, but somehow not in Texas? <laughs> they work in Alaska and somehow not mm-hmm. in Texas. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And, you know, I'll say this. I am, a, you know, born bred Texan. I've lived away. I, I do you know, really enjoy living in Austin, but this was a blight on our, on our state. And it's truly, truly embarrassing. And, um, just, it's just the, the frustrating thing is it's not going to stop because there is a neighborhood. There's a house in my neighborhood. My, my neighborhood is fine. It is a middle-class neighborhood. It's nice, very sweet, but like we've got good schools, but it's not like there's nothing fancy about it. There is a house that was redone nicely. That is down the street from me. It listed for eight thirty eight twenty five, and it sold for in two days for nine thirty five. In the midst of this, oh. so it's like people are like, "Well, what? I mean, why would we change anything? Because people are moving here and they're paying over asking price. There's no inventory. There's bidding wars on everything. So I don't know. I don't know how it has to change, but it has to change because there's people moving here in droves. We don't have the governmental support. We don't have any infrastructure. We barely have any taxes and it's things are going to start to fall apart. Fiend. I'm sort of less 
embarrassed that Minnesota elected Jesse Ventura. Oh, do not be. <laughs> do not I be. used to be. <laughs> do not be. That no, was it, our blight. The yeah. proto-Trump. I know. At least he, like, I don't know. Uh, Jesse I mean, had some okay ideas, actually. Yeah, but yeah. he was so aggressive with the media. It yes. really was yeah. proto-Trump. I know. And fucking Abbott. I mean... Whatever that guy, it, it also like disappoints me um, when people like Greg Abbott and Ted Cruz, who are ostensibly, I say this kind of in quotes, but are like smart people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're well educated and they've been exposed to different parts of the world, and they just—it's just the lowest common denominator. Like Ken Paxton is an asshole, but he's a dumbass. Um, but these guys are attorneys i don't know I, I expect i expect something like a george hw bush where i might not necessarily agree with them but i can see you know their point of view maybe a little bit but these guys are just such fucking assholes and they just kiss trump's ass and are trying to be him and it's really really disappointing because it does not help anybody except for them to get power and it's, well, it's right. what their voters want yeah I they mean, just want low taxes that's all they want is low yep. taxes that's all there, that matters there's a a difference between a, a quote unquote honest idiot who gets yeah. into politics to help people and a smart person who gets into politics for power. I just yep. think that that's infinitely worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's very, uh, it feels very like conniving and scary. Yep. Anyway, that, that was, that was my, uh, those were my trials and tribulations. And I have to say, I, as much as not having water and briefly not having power were really terrible, we were really, really, really lucky. We did not have any pipes damaged. Um, our house seems, I mean, we lost some limbs on some trees, but it was, we were really, really, really lucky. We, you know, suffered a little bit, but it was not, it was not horrific at all. And there are people out there that really are suffering. I mean, and I mean, this is not even a worst case scenario, but Bridget's teacher, it lives in an apartment and all the pipes burst and all of it were, uh, a lot of her stuff was damaged. And they're saying that she can't get working water until mid March. And it's like, <gasps> I know. Cause th- because wow. this is why you sh- everybody should become a freaking plumber because there's no, yeah. but there, there's not enough plumbers to go around. Yep. Um, and everybody's happy when you show up. Oh my God. Yes. And when it's like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, that I mean, she'll be fine, but like that's just you know one of the scenarios. I don't even know. I don't even know what you do. I mean, she's also teaching with a mask on to a group of kid third graders and kids at home in the mask. You know, it's just as like I might just call it quits at that. I know. Point. I'd Never be like, mind. I'm done. done. I'm good. <laughs> I'm done. good. Man, um, I'm can done. she shower at school at least? I think so. They and have we like gave a her or something. Yeah, and we raised we raised some money for. I mean, not that that really helps with water, but like we raised some money for her. But it's just as it just sucks. I mean, that's when I I really. I, this week, all I wanted to do was sleep because I was like, oh, God, my body feels like it's just been through the ringer. But mm-hmm. at least, um, you know, at least I have power and water to wake up to. And it's just we're really, really lucky. So, and some of those yeah. pictures of people with burst pipes were just oh, heartbreaking. Man. I, mean, I, just, mm-hmm. I would I be so freaked out. I know there's. There were a couple places uh, that I might post. I mean, like the Genesis Women's Shelter in Dallas, which is like a what it sounds like they're kind of home away from home was damaged. And there are some places in Austin that were damaged that were like, you know, foster kid areas that I, I intend to give some money to. So I might post it. 
Uh, I'll give the uh, the Mike Frizzell update since you mentioned all oh, that. Right, um, right. They did get so they they have a a well, and they didn't have water for several extra days because the pipes burst in their well outbuilding. But they did get a couple of plumbers to come out, and it's all resolved now. And they have running water again. Mike did message us, some of us, and say, uh, once the plumbers showed up, he immediately slashed the tires. So they would have no choice but to stay. <laughs> Smart. So. Sorry, you live with us now. It's like a misery situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we're doing fine, and and there were so many nice t-shirts and just people coming out and asking about me and Mike and making sure we're okay and. I really, really appreciate it. I felt the love. I mean, half the time I was drunk, half the time I was comatose, and half the time I was, you know, pouring water into tanks to flush the poop. So we're all good, and we make made it through it, and I'm going to start campaigning to get Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott out of office. All right. All right. That's that. Harrowing. Do do we have any questions? <laughs> I know. Does anyone have questions for our speaker? Yeah, uh, yes, in the back there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, all right. We're just glad you lived. I know. Well, and it was, you know, it's so funny. Now it seems like what a couple of weeks. It, it seemed like Back to the Future, where it was like, did that happen? Like that seems, you know, it's it's kind of cloudy today, but it's 70 degrees and uh, everything seems roughly kind of back to normal in my world. So it seems like, you know, when you're just like, I don't even, what, what happened? Um, and I just remember being at my sister's house on Sunday and being like, am I going to be here until, Oh, my other sister, by the way, to kind of put a bow on that. My other sister did not get home until Sunday. She could not get into Monroe until Sunday. So she was there a week after she was supposed to have left, which is, is insane but we're all back we're all back in our homesteads it's one of those things where you only realize afterwards sort of how much time you wasted sort of scrabbling for yes a solution yes. and this yes. is not any criticism of you oh, because i, I should have just settled with the it. one that i had <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. i know the whole world well, what can i do I know. and all the obsessive looking and trying and talking to people and if you just sat back i know I know. And just accept it. let it happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lesson for us all. Just I let know. it happen. I don't know why. It was like we would go in and out of like, this is fine. We're just here. It's fine. You know, let's just have fun mm-hmm. and enjoy it. To being like, I have to get home. I have to get home. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I guess the, the inevitable question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you bring on your trip with Ted Cruz to Cancun? Can we just go without Ted Cruz? Fuck Ted Cruz. <laughs> no, I right. got it. I got it. My answer is chloroform. <laughs> Not sure if it's for Ted or me, but That's one of us is going to be my, out. My first thought was a, a syringe full of air. So <laughs> you're nicer than I. And won't show up in the autopsy. Also, maybe for me, too. So. <laughs> oh, man. For real. Yeah, because if you get to the point where you are going anywhere with Ted Cruz, especially to a vacation hotspot, something has gone terribly wrong in your life. <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know. It's like, do I decide to poison him or do I do several jello shots? I don't know. I don't know. Poison myself or poison him. <laughs> I love that oh my God. I could see you doing jello shots. <laughs> but see, the thing is, when I get drunk, then I want to talk politics and I think I'm very Ooh. smart. So we'll see. Fuck you, Ted Cruz. Fuck you forever. Um, all right. Wait, Bobby, what are you taking? 
Oh, geez. Well, I, I was actually going to give a caveat that the answer can't be a gun. Like, oh, right, right, right. We right. can get arrested for threats and unarmed. Such really. an easy answer. Um, I don't know. Uh, truth serum? Like, I have questions. Mm. Oh. Is that something That's doable? A good idea. Is that something we can get? <laughs> well, it's not real, but yeah. Sodium well, pentothal? Is that real? Right, exactly. You know. <laughs> Whatever, whatever, you know, his, maybe his truth serum is tequila. Like, did, I don't know. Maybe. Did your, did your dad kill Kennedy? Tell us the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting with the Zodiac killer, though. I feel like that's, or right, maybe right. we have to work up to that. I don't know. Right. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I, um, like a, an old priest and a young priest. That's what I would bring with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, so guys. A trove of mom porn. <laughs> Just keep them occupied. Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, Ted. Uh, Raphael. Is that his real name? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, you know what? You should be embarrassed that he's your senator. Yeah, it's yeah. really he's fucking embarrassing. Terrible. He's terrible. We have two terrible senators. John. Mm-hmm. I mean, John. If John Cornyn is the more reasonable one, there's something wrong. Something has gone terribly wrong because uh, he is not. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, on to mildly happier topics. Sort of. Um, when I was at my sister's house and we're trying to figure out things to watch they said oh you should watch the morning show and since because of ted lasso i now have apple plus i decided you know what it looked sort of silly to me but i love a show about rich people so might as well dive in i don't know i i don't think it's like the best show i've ever seen but it was very much a like palate cleanser when i got home because it is about stupid rich people in a stupid morning show i mean it is about serious stuff obviously kind of uh, loosely based on matt lauer ish kind of deal I realize that I, even though he has sort of a bad person in real life, I love Billy Crudup in like any form you give. I don't know why. I mean, obviously, well, he's in Almost Famous. He's in my favorite movie and he's in this. So I, I just find him very charming. And I, I just like the morning show. I like a 10, 10 episodes of Glamour and I thought it was enjoyable. It was a good kind of dynasty way of, you know, watching away my sorrows. That's, I think... Like morning TV news shows is something that uh, all screenwriters think is endlessly fascinating mm-hmm. to yes. people because yes. there are so many morning TV show type properties out there. Yes. So what, mm-hmm. what, what, that movie that was Rachel McAdams, wasn't yes. that called The Morning Show or something? <sighs> morning Glory. It's called Morning Glory. Oh, okay. And it just is like, it's a grumpy Harrison Ford. And he's like, I don't want to do The Morning Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am fine. I thought that one was enjoyable. It's very weird, but I thought that one was enjoyable too. But yeah, this one, it's uh, very silly, but um, was a good mind eraser. All we right. Re-watched, we, we, we rewatched parts of Raiders and Temple of Doom this weekend because it was on TV. Of course. Back to those movies where if they're just on, we'll just land on them. And we had the same problem last night uh, at about seven o'clock. I saw that The Godfather was just starting. Oh, Lord. And. Uh, promptly actually flipped it over to Diner Sharvins and Dives instead, specifically because <laughs> I knew that we would get invested if we realized The Godfather was on. So that's yeah, quick thinking on your part. Well, you know, wait, saved yeah, your evening. Say, yep. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our shameless Amazon plug of the week. We've got two. Um, the first one is something that I bought recently. Speaking of um, stressful events, this has been a pretty sweaty couple of weeks for me. <laughs> 
just because of stress, <laughs> there's been a lot going on. <laughs> and I decided to try a new deodorant. And this is something I heard of, I don't know, in like a, I'm reading a magazine or some something dumb. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. I've tried, I feel like I've tried every kind of natural deodorant that exists and they all suck and they're all awful mm-hmm. and none of them work. And the, the only reason that I'm interested in it is because regular deodorant, for one, turns my white clothes yellow mm-hmm. and it gums up my razor. So I don't like regular deodorant, but it's it definitely works the best. And I'm, there's no evidence that it causes breast cancer, so I don't want to hear about that. It doesn't. Um, but this was intriguing to me because it kind of makes some logical sense. And it's called it's from a brand called Kosa's Sport. It's an um, alpha hydroxy acid serum deodorant. Wow. And yeah, it's interesting. And the idea is to change the pH enough to where the bacteria doesn't really get to grow so much in your armpits. And I was very skeptical. But I've been using it for maybe three weeks, and it actually works. Hmm. Um, it's winter, so I don't know. You know, we'll see how it performs in the summer. It doesn't stop you from sweating. It's not an antiperspirant, but it is a deodorant, and it has an extremely light. There's an unscented, and then this one is a very, very light, almost unnoticeable scent. And so far, so good. Um, hmm. So well, it does recommend? have aloe barbadensis leaf juice. Mmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's soothing. It and doesn't she, burn. She chemic acid, lactic Whatever acid. That is. <laughs> Palmitol tripeptide 5. I mean, tripeptide well, I 4 is bullshit, but tripeptide <laughs> 5, that's pretty good. It is good. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by this. Cool. Mandelic acid, as everyone knows, invented by N- Nelson Mandela while yeah. he was in prison. <laughs> that is actually one of the more gentle AHAs out there. Um, so it's a, it's that's one I actually know about, but there's a bunch of acids in there. So So acid up your armpits. I, I, I'm questioning the claim that it's making that it helps prevent ingrown hairs. Well, does it just dissolve them? I don't want to get too gross, but I've had one for le- that won't go away for like ten years, and it's going away. Oh, <laughs> weird. Yeah, because it will exfoliate, and that's how you get rid of ingrown hairs. Oh, so as long as this is legal in one of the states you're in, mm-hmm. do acid <laughs> in your pits. <laughs> Bobby, you've got one too, right? I do. I have the Clever Made Collapsible Laundry Tote, Large Foldable Clothes Hamper Bag Laundry Caddy, Carry-All XL Pop-Up Storage Basket with Handles, comma, Midnight Slash Gray. Uh, this is a laundry tote. Um, we are on the third floor of our apartment building. The laundry is in the basement. We have one tall plastic hamper, which is great, but when it already has shit in it, we were using regular laundry baskets and carrying them up and down four flights of stairs, sometimes stacked because, you know, we're doing two loads of laundry at a time. And, uh, yeah, it's getting pretty miserable. So I just went to – I just wanted like a like a canvas laundry tote or something, and I just went to Amazon, typed in laundry tote, and then saw this clever made one. And I thought, ha-ha, clever girl. And then after I stopped <laughs> laughing at thinking about, you know, uh, Jurassic Park, I went back to the clever made – thing and it's got some supports in the sides of it so you can sort of pop it up and freestand it open but then it also folds down flat and doesn't take up a lot of space when you're not using it so it was just handy and it's like 20 bucks and for the cost of any other canvas bag this one was just a little smarter and so uh, i bought it and i used it to do laundry earlier this week and i was like oh wow it actually does work quite conveniently and now it's popped open as a hamper uh in the bedroom so uh, super convenient, easy enough. I had never heard of this brand before, but I'm quite pleased with it. And uh, yeah, I will probably seek out more things that are quote unquote clever made uh, <laughs> in the future. So 
Uh, I am a now a clever made convert. The price was right and it's dirty and uh, you should buy one. I'm cool. quite curious, the, the Midnight Grey one that you bought, as you said, 1999, but you can get, what's this other one, for f- Grey for fifty six ninety four. What? Yeah, Why is that almost triple the price? I, I have no idea. It's also not on Prime, so maybe it's just like one person selling. Oh, it's selling. a different seller? Yeah. Oh, 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 I oh, bet. Oh. Sneaky. I see. You'll notice there are some really fun colors. There's a, there's a teal slash light teal. Light teal trim for twenty one oh three, marked up for twenty five ninety nine, and there's one that has a fun, um, uh, like arabesque pattern on it of some kind in teal and charcoal. Oh, it's a quatrefoil, excuse me. Oh yeah, that's nice, of course. And that's twenty six ninety nine. Now I went with the uh, black and charcoal or black and gray rather because it's uh, cheaper than the other ones, and that mm-hmm. was my primary mm-hmm. choice. When it comes down to something like color for a laundry basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't but, know uh, why you would buy cream and charcoal. I mean, that cream is going to get real dirty real fast yeah, if you're schlepping yeah. it around the laundry yeah, room. That's a terrible idea. So nineteen ninety nine, and it hides dirt. <laughs> Good <laughs> thinking. Uh, and as always, you don't actually have to buy the things we recommend. Just go look at them and then use the search on top of Amazon to find what you actually want. And then we still get points for it. So thank you. Indeed. And to move on to a little housekeeping. Housekeeping! <laughs> uh, if you would like to brand your body with TC merchandise, <laughs> you can click the shop button at uh, thisshowhaseverything.com, which is where we keep the merchandise. Mugs, totes. I mean, I really think we should be selling more It's Fine totes yes. at this point. Mm-hmm. They're good totes. In the in the almost year of confinement that uh, we have experienced at this point, and we all thought that once we made it to 2021, it was going to be better. Ha ha! <laughs> LOL, JK. Not January yet. was insurrection month. <laughs> February was catastrophic natural disaster month. What's March going to bring people? <laughs> You should be prepared. Also, please rate and review our show if you so feel moved. Um, blah, blah, blah. It really helps us and helps other people find us. Find our show. Yeah. yeah share about deeply. Yes. I think our last review is like a year old now. So Come on, guys. <laughs> Step up. Get please, it together. Please review us with more enthusiasm than we ask you to review us. <laughs> And as Bobby said, uh, we have that Amazon link. We should have one in every single show of something that you can buy. And if you would just pick one of those and add them to your home screen so you can just click right on that and then click through and shop for whatever you really want to shop for. I mean, get some armpit acid on the way (laughs) if you want to. But uh, that really makes a difference for us. That's great. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. And also get involved as you have been, you band nerds. The website <laughs> is thisshowhaseverything.com. You can use throwyourphone.com like Scott did. Um, join the Facebook group if you're so inclined. Um, it's really, really fun there, as we always say, but it is fun. The show Twitter, which is never updated really, is at Show. You can email us at tshe at 107.10.com. And send us a voice memo. We love to hear your beautiful voices. Like Dick Brimmer sent us a voice memo. God, man, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
just really enjoyed that. But yeah, send us a voice note. You can sing. Y'all all have lovely voices, apparently. I want to hear it some more because you can shame me in my terrible voice. Um, fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. Um, thanks for joining us, y'all. And thanks for bearing with me as I vomit out the past couple of weeks. Uh, it was very cathartic. And I feel I can move on to, you know, 100 degree temperatures. I'm ready. Bring you it on. You can flush that vomit right down the toilet. <laughs> I can. I can. Yay. <laughs> Yay. That was everything. About Hillary's disaster. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was called catharsis, folks. I know. I know. Yes. Like it.